Welcome to the first ever Indecorous Podcast, a show 13 years in the making from three super best friends that for all our years of merrymaking, finally now decided to go off our lazy asses. So now we're finally doing it. To my right, we've got a man widely recognized as one of the top 10 superstars of underground comedy, touring with Tom Segura, Doug Stanhope, and countless others. A veteran of stand-up comedy for 14 years, Mr. Carlos Valencia. That's to right. my left, we've got Mr. Bobby D., a 12-year, not exactly veteran comic, but a veteran of the comedy reserves. So basically, if every headliner feature and MC suddenly got raptured, Bobby would be your guy. You're doing God's work. <laughs> and I'm Ian. I drew the short straw, so I'll be your host this season. This show will primarily be tackling dark facts, fucked up history, with all paths leading down a one-way street of indecorous comedy. I do want to clarify that I'm one of the top 10 superstars of underground comedy within the latest rankings. <laughs> so I don't know when you guys are listening to this. So if you listen to this in a few years, don't blame it on us if I have fallen off then of the top 10. you're just playing superstar. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> superstar. For the uninitiated and decorous, which is the name of our podcast, it means not in good taste, being improper. Synonyms include unseemly, unbecoming, undignified, impolite, indecent, indiscreet, immoral, Loose, wanton, unvirtuous, inappropriate, incorrect, shameless, wrong, unsuitable, undesirable, unfitting, unacceptable, in bad taste, ill-bred, ill-mannered, and beyond the pale. A lot of uns and ins in yeah. these cinnamon. A lot of people's mothers just got called out on that whole. And speaking <laughs> of pale, let me introduce you to our third team member. Uh, he's our power top, Mr. Uh, Bobby D. Now, is that D? Is that short for something? Uh, no, it's just Bobby D. Actually, uh, well, I guess at uh, at Ellis Island years ago, my grandparents did drop the third E. So it used to be D E E E. Yes. And now it's just D E E. It's just Bobby. Oh, D. All right. D. Very good. Yep, same pronunciation. You know, we want to yeah, keep that's, it simple. That, that was, that, you know, that's yeah. convenient. So, uh, so what is our Indecorous podcast about exactly? The elevator pitch is this. In the entertainment slash education podcast universe, there are a lot of comedy and history podcasts, but virtually none that'll go dark, be funny, and educational. That's where we come in. Our brand is Indecorous Entercation. And if that sounded a little dirty, it should, because we're literally going to be face-fucking you with knowledge <laughs> while making you laugh. It'll be a merry good time, and even Grandma will have a hoot. Entercation, I like that word. <laughs> it sounds like, uh, like, uh, what is it? What is that word that people use for fucking? <laughs> There's intercourse. Uh, intercourse. And intercourse. Yeah, intercourse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What if I was looking at rape? That that's that's what people call it, right? <laughs> All right, lads, let's just jump right into the deep end of the pool and have at it. Uh, do you guys mind if we uh, show some homosexual foreplay to get us started here? That's how I always I get started. I would expect no less. Yeah. All right, gang. So our, our our lead topic this week. So recently in the MMA world, uh, mixed martial arts, Nick Newell just won his first debut bout with Bellator MMA. So this is this is pretty cool because you know this guy's got a, a little bit of a physical challenge on his hands that uh, most fighters do not have. He has one arm, or a nub for an arm, to be more accurate. Yeah, it looks like a large intestine. That's what, <laughs> what his left hand looks like. But wait, he he won by a chokehold. Oh, so, so I got a little bit of the video action here. Dude, the guy just with his right arm, he choked 
the other guy to sleep. Well, I mean, if you only have one, it's going to be a really a awesome arm. It's going to be like a super arm. Yeah. 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 So this guy should not even be. They tell you he's got an unfair advantage. <laughs> and I wonder how much of this is just the other guy just didn't want to touch the nub. So the whole time he's not really fighting. <laughs> he's just grossed out. He's so grossed out. Yeah, you can't hear it. But like in that ring, he's going like, oh, no, get away from me. Yeah, what you don't know is that this is like three seconds into the fight just because he didn't want to be like touched by that. I don't want to catch the nub. <laughs> so, so just for the record, we're not making fun of the guy with the nub. We're making fun of the guy that lost to the guy with the nub. Yeah, sure, because that one's okay to make fun of. <laughs> and Nick Noel, by the way, was on either Dana White's Contender Series or Dana White's Looking for a Fight, which our buddy Rory actually uh, produces. Yeah. Overnight, right, and, um, that's cool. So on that show, he didn't do as good. The other guy didn't run from his nub the whole time, so Dana White didn't put him in the UFC. So he starts getting roided up, and he starts going and fighting all these little bush leagues where they don't do all the drug testing. <laughs> so he's got the chip on his shoulder. Because he can't have the chip on his arm. So he's got, you know, yeah, exactly. It's going to fall. Yeah, it's going to fall off. <laughs> so that's kind of his backstory. So he's salty. He's got something to prove. So he goes out and just murks this dude. So now he's 1-0 in Bellator. Well, the thing is, but I mean, I'm, I'm not a, I enjoy MMA, but I'm not an expert on it. But Bellator is no fucking small potatoes, right? It's not UFC, but it's 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 fucking big time, right? It's like yeah. the Pepsi to Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah exactly. so. Yeah, I mean, I'm it, a casual fan, and I've heard of it. Yeah, so you don't just get to fight Bellator by being some chump, right? Like, so he actually had to make yeah, his way a, up. It's not a show up, go up. Yeah, it's, a, it's not a show up, go up, open mic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this guy. Yeah, we need to fill a spot, so just put the guy with the gimpy arm in there. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all well, for it. To be fair, the guy that lost, though, I mean, there really is no winning that match. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're yeah. getting made fun of regardless yeah. of the outcome. Oh yeah, but dude had one arm. What the fuck? <laughs> you're a guy that beats up people with disabilities. What if what if this guy had just been turning down fights forever? Because he like, hey, I'm not fighting anybody with two arms. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, I don't know. They keep fucking no. All his training is centered around just one that arm. one arm, and then it, but it turns out this guy is missing the left arm, and he needed to. Oh, yeah, 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 he's right only yeah, he's exactly. Just threw him completely off his game. That's insane. He's my favorite fighter by now. <laughs> so, on this podcast, we're gonna have different seasons. And each season will have a slightly different theme. So for this first season, we're going to do several reoccurring segments that will be on most of the episodes. So for this first episode, we're going to give you guys a little taste of some of these. So we're not going to do a deep dive today, but more of a montage, if you will. A light sprinkling of the secret sauce. So one of our segments that we're going to be doing is a recurring bit is indecorous history. By the way, in, in between seasons, uh, some of us might die. <laughs> We're not against killing major characters here in this podcast. So, so this will be just just the tip. Just the tip. So this is where we heroically wade through the muck and mire of the bells of history to shine a light on all the fucked up and funny shit that your pansy ass history class wouldn't teach. This week on Indecorous History, we're doing all the failures of personal hygiene over the ages. I think I think Bobby might be failing right now. So. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw to him first and let him lead us off on this week in indecorous history. So uh, everyone knows the hack that you can piss on someone that's been stung by a jellyfish, but did you know that a couple hundred years ago urine was also used as a laundry detergent? 
a face wash and as a mouthwash? This just sounds like some dude with a golden shower fetish trying to convince everybody that, yeah, no, it's good for your fucking face, man. Let me yeah. just piss on you. He just caught on. He just was very charismatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I guess you have to be if that's your thing. Yeah, you have to be some kind of James Bond type to be like, <laughs> yeah, I think, no, trust me, this is fucking this piss is good for you. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> It's some like Chinese delicacy or something. They take hard boiled eggs and soak them in like children's urine. Has to be children's urine. Pickle them. I believe so. Now, is this is this true or or one of your racist conspiracy theories (laughs) that you try to pull every time? Yeah, they just I just make up like weird fetishes for everything. Just to like bad mouth the Chinese. You know these Afghanis. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, how about this? You know, ancient Egyptians and ancient Greeks used a mixture of mud, honey, and cloth as tampon. <laughs> In the 1990s, there were lots of dirty hippies still doing this, and as a result, there was a grunge rock band called Mud Honey. Ah, there, see? Uh, see? There you yeah. go. Great things always come back in vogue. There you go. Yeah, I love Mud Honey. I mean, in, in the band and just... And putting mud and honey in the ladies' vaginas. Yeah, how else are you going to come? <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you're putting the the honey into it nowadays, I mean, that's those ingredients sound more expensive than actual tampons. Okay, yeah. Get that shit on Etsy. All right, so uh, Blood Boys, super popular in Silicon Valley, but during the 1700s, people that could afford it actually went a step further and ate human flesh and drank blood to have that healthy physique and that smooth silky skin i don't know what blood boys is so so it's basically where you get a younger lad preferably uh you know blonde hair blue eyes all that. anyway yeah, and, then yeah. you, and then then you basically hook him up to a dialysis gizmo and you fucking start circulate the blood oh you get his here. blood into your oh, yeah. body and then that makes you better oh dude makes you fucking like feel like you got him serial killer like you go out and murder somebody this is the thing you that we do experience with this ian Perhaps yeah is that what yeah ian is 700 years old <laughs> <laughs> but dude, back in the day, they used to drink the shit and eat people's faces. It was fucking awesome time. I, I mean, and, that is the ultimate power move, though, to eat somebody. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that <is laughs> yeah, it's like, how? What else? Yeah, exactly. Because I'm gonna turn you into shit eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Next evolution. I'm gonna have a private chef turn you into an amazing meal. <laughs> and then I'm gonna shit you out of my butthole. Yeah. And then I'm gonna curse you as I flush the toilet. Uh. So, uh, tapeworms were marketed as a fabulous fat cure in the late 1800s. They were still using tapeworms in the 1940s. And in some states, they still do. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and they came in two flavors, uh, sanitized and unsanitized. Unsanitized for the, you know, the poor people, and then sanitized for the rich people. The, I, I, I thought uh, we still liked fi- fat people in the 1800s. That's what we, are we already fat shaming in the 1800s? <laughs> I don't know. At one point it was like, hey, Rubenesque, right? Wasn't that a fucking thing at yeah. some point? Oh, yeah. Rot- but, rotund? Rotund. rotund but at the 1800s, we were already like, nah, we're done with the fatties. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, so today we often frown on poor people with fucked up teeth due to meth or too much candy. I think we frown upon anybody with fucked up teeth it doesn't even have to be poor people but anyway meth or too much candy but rotten teeth was a status symbol back in the elizabethan era only the wealthy elite had access to refined sugar so if your teeth showed signs of rotten gingivitis it was actually a status symbol 
So somewhere in a trailer park with juggalos, they're smiling, feeling like they got a redemption arc. Ah, you know? uh, so like back in, but back in the day, it's like, yeah. ah, look at those fucked look up. Like it's like they're black uh, and brown. They, uh, they're like, so rich. I, wish, I want to be like Yeah, them. that was a goal back in the day. It's like, ah, I wish I, I, one day I'll have enough money for <laughs> my teeth to be brown girl? and yellow. Hashtag life goals. Yeah, like but now, yeah, now like rappers get gold teeth. <laughs> yeah. Back like, in the day, you could just rot your teeth off, and that would be like fucking. That was the that'd be your flashing yeah. your gold teeth now. Stop covering up your pride. Yeah. <laughs> Pearly Browns. Okay, have an upset stomach, a headache, or a sore tooth. You probably just need to have your blood cleaned by leeches. In the 17 and 1800s, this was a common cure for just about everything. People in rural areas in some southern states still use leeches to this day. With mixed results. Oh, yeah. I've actually been talking about this in my stand-up about how fucking medicine has basically sucked till up to maybe the 20th century. Because this really was like when, like when they found out about leeches, it was like, holy shit, leeches. Like that was a fucking medical breakthrough back in the day because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah just put this on your shit and that'll work. Yeah. It's better than fucking drilling a hole in your head. Well, because, I mean, really, the answer to, like, most physical ailments was to cut it off. Yeah, they would be like, oh, where does it hurt? Okay, chop. Yeah, now, but, now you don't have to worry about that part anymore. Yeah, or they would just bleed you out. They would just be like, oh, yeah, we're just going to bleed you out. This will fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, getting, we're getting to that one. All right, so uh, do you have a loved one that recently died and you were light on cash? It was very common back in the 1700s to sell the teeth of dead people because before the invention of fake dentures, this was the only game in town, and there was a huge black market for it. So you would, they would, they would take, they would find <sighs> dead people, and you no, know. Tomb Raiders, Tomb Raiders had this shit on lockdown, but the enterprising people would go ahead and say, okay, Grandpa, looking a little bit sick over there, and they'd go ahead and get bids on the fucking dude's teeth. And as soon as he would go down, what well, bam, pull those fuckers out, some on the black market. Now, it, is this like pre-tooth fairy? Because I could see some like unscrupulous oh, kids oh, yeah, running yeah. around during the Civil yeah, War. Some kind of scheme. There's a money get rich quick scheme. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> you're just trying to defraud the tooth fairy. Yeah, you just you give all your teeth to like you know that one rich friend, mm -hmm. and then and now it's just a strip. I think that's how the Vanderbilts uh, built their empire is off of just pulling teeth. No, that's getting, you're thinking of the Carnegies. Carnegies. Yeah. I apologize. So the popular kitchen and bathroom cleaner Lysol aggressively marketed themselves as a feminine hygiene product. And how do they do this? By fear-mongering and shaming women. So the thing that we used to clean countertops was used to clean pussies at oh, some point. Dude. Yeah, it was like super in vogue. And the marketing behind this was actually very hateful towards women. They went in this scare tactic. Like the husbands are going to leave you. Your little baby's going to be crying. It's so stinky down there. Is what? it like, but I mean, like, cause Lysol, I mean, it, it's not just a smell thing. Like it, it'll clean. Like, are we talking about just like, oh, it, like, like your pussy smells or is there's like, you know, oh, there's like beans and shit in your <laughs> vagina. And that's the only way to get it. There's cobwebs and shit. We got to get rid of it with Lysol. Like it may not remove the beans, but it'll make it smell fresh. Yeah. You still have to fucking. You got to get those beans out of there. Still, you yeah. Still still, they're still going to be in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you just got to floss your pussy, baby. So uh, beaver genitals were ground up and drank to prevent unwanted pregnancies. 
A hundred years later, we finally discovered that it was actually magic sauce in the beaver asshole that we should have been after. Castorium is a brownish fluid produced from a beaver's ass that is widely used in artificial raspberry and vanilla flavoring to this day. They were doing it wrong. They were grinding up the wrong part of the beaver. Yeah, are we talking about pussies again? <laughs> Which kind of beavers are we talking about? <laughs> Not the metaphorical. Oh, okay, okay. Literal okay. A long time ago, whenever your entire day, like it took like six hours to cook a meal, there's a, a lot of bored people out there experimenting with assholes yeah 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 <laughs> well, i guess that's never really stopped <laughs> so in the mid 1800s trepanning was a practice where a metal gizmo was put on your head to bleed your skull yeah as i mentioned this earlier yeah, this was yeah. thought as a way to remove evil spirits not surprisingly there are still some outlier christian denominations that still do this to hysterical wives here in 2019 Google Mississippi Pentecostal and then laugh in amazement. So people are still doing this shit. Oh, bro. I mean, again, this is, I'm not trying to do material here, but this is literally what I've been talking about is like, that's how they would treat mental diseases back in the day. They would like drill a hole in your head. So the evil spirits would like fly out because apparently evil spirits can make it through bone. Yep, yep. Spirit like that's their spoon. one thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got evil spirits in your head, but bone, that's just, that's what keeps them that's in the there. Yeah, Wait, exactly. I thought they were taking like hysterical women to the doctor and like the doctor Masturbating would, them with yeah, water? Yeah, giving them orgasms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. You'd be prescribed an orgasm and the doctor would give it. So to the you. ones that you loved got the water orgasms. The ones you didn't love got the lobotomy with the metal gizmo. Yeah, yeah you didn't have like a lot of, you know, home sex toys, I guess. You had to go pay your copay and use the, the community dildo. I would just pretend that I had some kind of thing if you're going to get jerked off by the doctor. I mean, is that basically what we're I saying here? I think this was oh, for women only. Yeah, it's kind of a woman-only thing, but you know, I mean... Again, and I think this is another point that we try to drive home in this podcast is uh, women have it made. (laughs) (laughs) Women have it easy in this world. (laughs) But in the 1900s, everyone had it shitty, apparently, because sterilizing tools for surgery wasn't really practiced widely. Um, Fun fact, a quack doctor ended up uh, killing a president by uh, using unsanitized tools during surgery... The president later got super sick, stopped eating, so the quack doctor fed him through his ass and contaminated his blood, and he died in the end. We'll be no. doing a deep dive into more detail on these kind of but things. I mean, but I mean, when you say uh, fed teaser. him through his ass, like fed him his cum, well, you know what I mean? Is that what we're, we're saying? We're, that he fucked him in the ass? Like feeding tube from back in the day. This is like the precursor to the feeding tubes we all know and love that work in hospitals now, but think of just a concoction. That so he like he just thought that the intestinal tract worth work both ways oh, you know like ah, you know you, just, you get it through the mouth or the ass either way it's going to get in there somehow it doesn't work both ways i thought it was a one-way street Dude, I'm learning i mean something. that's what i tell I'm everybody learning something new right now. Me. <laughs> could have fooled me i guess i've been doing it all wrong and uh once upon a time toilet paper toilets and indoor plumbing were not a thing so i'll just let your imagination run wild on the horrors of that yeah, I always, you know, when I think about time travel, you're like, I, no, fuck that, right? I, I don't want to go back to when we didn't have toilet paper. I get mad when I just go to a, like a, a friend's place and they have cheap toilet paper, like one ply. Yeah. That, like I should not be able to see my hand through the paper. You know what I mean? Like it should not be oh, yeah. uh, sandpaper. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would have been like yeah. royalty back in the day. I'm not like I'm not a fancy man, but I will. You like some double ply? Yes. Like that is the one thing I will not go the cheapest Carlos on. Carlos splurge, everyone. Well, fuck. I mean, dude, <laughs> man, it's going into your like 
like your asshole. I don't want to fucking remember, baby. When I told you, if you stick with me, it's only two ply from here on out. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do. I'll That's ju- a selling point. I'll judge somebody if they don't have two ply paper. Like if Ian didn't have two ply paper, we wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. <laughs> Absolutely not. So uh, in medieval Western Europe, any efforts to halt or prevent pregnancies were deemed immoral by our good friends at the Catholic Church. So savvy women of the time. Still had a few good hacks up their sleeve, though. So they came up with this thing called coitus interruptus, a.k.a. the pull-out method, uh, inserting lily root and rue into the vagina. Of course, butt stuff. And when all else fails, infanticide after birth, also known as goaltending. Also known as murder. (laughs) I was trying to give it a cartoonishly lovable title, (laughs) goaltending. Also known as just trying to have a good time at the prom. So across the pond, a couple thousand years earlier, Egyptians had a birth control hack that took the form of rubbing crocodile poo on your lucky lady's cervix. I mean, that's how I do it. <laughs> Maybe not crocodile poo. We don't have a whole lot of crocodiles, but, you know. You need ground rhinoceros horn. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah. And now we know. Or just, or just a, rhino, a literal rhinoceros horn. And now we know the just, story behind the song Crocodile the Rock. This was the inspiration for Elton John's famous hit. All right. <laughs> Pretty work, gang. I think we can all feel a little better about being in a swimming pool with gallons of piss from children now. Poor hygiene from the 21st century had nothing on the shit from back in the day. Okay, so moving on to our next indecorous topic. Indecorous life hacks. We've scraped the bowels of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. So set your moral compasses south and join us for this first edition of Indecorous Life Hacks. Never date a woman who didn't manage to get custody of her own kids. I, I just don't date women with kids. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's yeah. a, that should be the yeah. I don't want added baggage unless her kids are like not kids anymore. They're like actual. If she has a daughter that's already twenty years old or whatever, yeah. then it's like well, a potential threesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the heck on that. So you always have to do the younger one first, so that whenever um you do the older one, you basically make her feel special. Oh, yeah. see, you, know you left the younger one for her. So then, yeah, yeah, that's why we have you here. You know the ways of love. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been told. Uh, going to propose to your girlfriend, afraid that she'll figure out the surprise, cheat on her with her best friend, and get caught. She'll never <laughs> suspect that you are planning a proposal for her. It'll be a great surprise. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one way of going about it, I guess. Best case scenario, surprise three-way, you know? Well, I mean, this also, if you do go this route, then also you get rid of all the, you know, you're not sure if she's going to say yes or no, because she's definitely going to say no. (laughs) (laughs) So there's no uncertainty at that point. So yeah, you get rid of everything, every... Might be a way to just throw away the girlfriend, a fun way to do that. See, I always thought that if you were going to... If you had to break up with a girl, then what you should do is ask her father for his permission to marry her. That always makes him salty. And then when you break up, her family will wonder what she did. Oh. Right? And if they tell her that you were planning on proposing, then she will wonder what she did. Bobby plays the long con every single time. (laughs) Okay, so this next one, get a pass on a work assignment. Have an unrealistic time-sensitive due date at work that's stressing you out? Did that cocklord boss 
ask you to make a PowerPoint presentation at the last minute and you don't want to work overnight, just use your company-issued work laptop to watch a ton of sketchy porn. Make sure you don't use an ad blocker, click on every pop-up, throw caution to the wind, and catch a virus. It'll be one of the best faps you've ever had. Your computer will crash, rendering you unable to complete the assignment, and you can blame it on the com company's faulty equipment. I mean, I, I haven't had any, this kind of a job in a long time, uh, so I haven't faced this situation. But I have been look, in situations where it's like, ah, I don't want to fuck this bitch anymore. Let me get AIDS. Same principle. You know, same, same principle. principle. <laughs> like, you know, get a virus, and then you don't. You can be like, ah, you know, I can't fuck you right now because uh, I got uh, the AIDS. Yeah. Sit on your penis till it goes numb. Then, when you masturbate, it will feel like you're masturbating someone else's penis. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> This is just like the stranger. Yeah, the gay stranger. It's just a lot stranger. <laughs> it's like the stranger stranger. Is this what Stranger Things is about? I've never seen that show. <laughs> but I imagine this is what I picture when well, I think. Well, that's what season three is about. Season three, okay. <laughs> yeah. Leave a baby in your car to thwart a car thief. Car thieves don't want to deal with the added heat that an Amber Alert brings or put the time and energy into raising someone else's kids to the age of maturity. Ergo, if you're worried about your car being stolen, just leave a baby in it. <laughs> that shit is deodorant to neckbeards. They won't touch it. I like how we're assuming that if a dude breaks into a car and there's a baby in it, he's going to, at that point, he's going to turn responsible and be like, well, I got to raise this kid now. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the rule. Yeah, that's the rule. I mean, listen, that's I had the car I thieves code. You know? I lived a life of crime, but now I'm this obligated to raise the there a child. There is honor among thieves. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> All right, fellas, moving on to our final topic. Each week, we heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just for you as we undertake the noble task of sifting through countless hours of bukkake, cuckolding, lesbian scissoring, and senseless midget gangbangs, just to bring you the best porn comments of the week. So if you enjoy this, hit up Pornhub Ari and tell her all about us. Let her know that we're doing the Lord's work. You boys sitting down, you have erections yet? You guys excited? Oh, hell yeah. I'm jizzing as we speak. <laughs> All right, this is going to be our first t-shirt. Here we go. Uh, this is from Wooden Toys 28 The difference between a good meal and a good time is where you put the cucumber. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Even though I'm not into inserting cucumbers in my uh, pee hole, I imagine that's where he's going with this, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I, if I were, I would imagine that would be a lot more pleasurable than eating an actual cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this comes from Hot Dog and Banana Peel. And they actually have a, a little avatar that is a hot dog and a banana peel. So I applaud how much they're committing to their Pornhub handle. Just as I was about to come, I went to grab my sheets and crushed my crackers. Shake my head. Now I'm crying and eating crumbs. Oh, poor guy. I mean, you shouldn't. Isn't there a thing like if you bring crackers to bed, I'll kick you out? Yeah, what, what kind of fucking old-timey cliche is this guy yeah. like literally eating crackers in bed he's become a, a parody of himself <laughs> is he also wearing like one of those like triangular sleep caps you know with the little fuzzy yeah ball at the end? this you know it's it's, like, sa it's sad what has become of yeah. wiener wieners in, don't uh, quit though they finish the freaking job all right you're always defending the wieners <laughs> Uh, 
right, this comes from Princess Weebo. Weebo. I have never had an orgasm. It's not that I didn't want to. It's just I could never find anything that could turn me on. I tried interracial, anal, hentai, even orgy porn, but nothing ever aroused me. But finally, after years of trial and error, I watched this video and exploded into orgasm. This video is a miracle. This video is the light at the end of my long, dark tunnel. And that mean that I'm assuming that means her vagina. It would just be kind of funny if she just like instead finally realized that she was in a wheelchair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, you just keep forgetting your paraplegic. Holy shit. If someone could write a review of our podcast with that much enthusiasm and awesome verbiage. It would be great. Yeah. I wish that same one. Like I had never came in my life and then I listened <laughs> to Indecorous Podcast and I jizzed like a fucking waterfall. Space monkey. Finally finished the oh, job. The water space monkey. Waterfall space monkey. <laughs> All right, gang. So that's our show for uh, for the week. I don't think we can give you too much of a preview for the other bits to do it justice, but... uh. This is going to be a quick rundown of some of the other great things you have to look forward to this season on our podcast. We've got the best life hacks you'll find anywhere. Each week we'll delight you with pro tips to help you navigate your your best indecorous life. And uh, our promise to you is that each week we'll collectively watch hundreds of hours of porn to bring you the best porn comments of the week. This is really... I've had to... Uh, really changed my life i've had to adjust had to my masturbate life less yeah yeah and for our fans just uh try to try to help us out because we got a campaign to uh to get in touch with pornhub aria to uh tweet at her slip into her dm or stalk her if you've become real fans of the show slip into her pussy we're gonna put it all on the line wearing the white hats and heroically trolling the shit out of evil corporations so we're gonna do the dark history of corporate overlords every episode and we'll be covering the stupidest state laws and craziest headlines from a different state each week it will be doing a segment where we ruin your childhood and tell you that the reality that you think you know and love was just revisionist history and we will make you into the heroes around the water core each week in a segment where we dish the most insane little fat biscuits in a game we call factor farce we've got a shitload more so Check out season one of Indecorous Intercation. All right, so that's our show. If you enjoyed it, here's a teaser of some of the things you have to look forward to in season one of Indecorous Intercation. Oral sex is considered to be sodomy. If you shit on the floor, everyone will fear you. Go crush this kid and put him in a wheelchair. It's getting hack with the shit face already. Yeah, I'm gonna go squeeze your hunker, she. Squeeze your hunker, say. Mm. Right. I'd like to talk about the shit chisel. No anal, you dipshit. I go to Chick-fil-A every Wednesday. You look like my pole chocolate syrup. All on you. How black you look. I can't shit, so I'm going to take your shit. My shit is still shit. You're saying funk ball. I don't trust girls with teeth. Hire somebody to kill your kids. Oh, they got murdered. <laughs> the great porn famine. But is scat porn still illegal? You got to get that bowel respect. We're all dirty, dead in his crucifixion and alive in his resurrection. Duck vagina is like the park in the movie The Rock. She's rocking that clean pussy and she knows it. Oh, this is going to be that kind of party. I'm going to go stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. 